When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. Talk, talk, talk to me, yeah. 10.22 here on SENZ, two very experienced panellists this morning. Used to be workmates, actually, Nikki Styrus and Sam Ackerman. Uh, Nikki Styrus, uh, as an avid Aucklander here, you love your sport up there, but it seems now, it seems now you won't be watching the America's Cup there again, or if ever. <laughs> Good morning, Smithy. Good morning, Sam. Certainly nice to, uh, well, nice to hear your voice. Um, oh, look, it's the gift that keeps on giving, isn't it? It's, it's, it's what the media rely on when in COVID times when they've got no sports stories to report on. You can always rely on the America's Cup to uh, give you some sort of off-water drama that uh, goes on and on and on. So, look, I, I don't think we will see it in Auckland, no, and there's obviously very good reasons for that financially, and it, it looks destined to be offshore. Uh, I do hope that it doesn't go to a place like um, Saudi Arabia, where I don't think it will get, have the same... Well, I don't think it will be met with the same, uh, hmm, shall we say, enthusiasm in, in that they have a few uh, human rights issues, which I don't feel will make it a very popular venue. Um, I'd love to see it to go to Ireland. Potentially Spain would still be good too. But um, look, that sport um, doesn't mean you can't get behind it. If it's overseas, of course, you're going to get the, the general public are going to struggle a little bit because potentially it'll be through the night. So you're going to lose people. Um, but, you know, I, I'll certainly still be interested in it. Don't know about you, Sammy. What, what yeah, about you, Sammy? Famous, uh, famous Irish heritage of, of sailing, isn't it? Cork. It's, 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 I can't imagine them getting that excited about the billionaires rocking into town and um, and, and playing their uh, their what would be seen as quite elite games uh, there. But the America's Cup, Nicky, you're right. It's all about the off water because it's it needs to be so proper to stay uh, relevant in the minds of most people in the non-sailing times. It's easy to get caught up when they're on the water, but it's such a short time uh, given what it is. And let's be honest, Grant. Dalton doesn't mind getting into a spat. It's quite a um, it's quite a comfortable position to put him to be in. Uh, he's uh, uh, he can be slightly cantankerous, and he doesn't mind having a little uh, crack at people. So it makes it for a, a bit of fun. But it, it certainly sounds like the scenario that's been played out with uh, with this New Zealand challenge has been a little bit a little bit disingenuous by by the standards of one. But certainly, I, I think that they'll be. I know people are involved with the uh, with the squadron, uh, and they wouldn't be cutting this uh, nose off despite their face unless there's good reason. Yeah, it, it saddens me a wee bit that we keep talking about uh, underhand tactics, uh, zero trust, all those sorts of things. Uh, when yep. I, when I think the deed of gift was made around 170 years ago, or about 100, yeah, it was about 170 years ago. Uh, I'm sure they were more talking about wind 
sales, currents, and uh, all those sorts of things uh, when they designed it. But however, that's the way it's gone. Uh, NRL this weekend, that is happening, uh, Nicky. Um, I guess you're, you're sort of looking forward to it. Uh, have you got a vested interest? Have you got a team left in the final four? <laughs> oh, well, like Sam, I've been uh, one of those uh, hardcore Warriors supporters for uh, over 25 years now, so it's always disappointing, but, but, but not surprising. So, look, I think we're in for a, a, a great weekend, and um, if I was going to sit there and predict how I think this is going to play out, um, I firmly believe that the Storm and the Rabbitohs will come out on top, and they will be our grand finalists, um, because for no other reason... Um, than that I think defence wins big games and uh, you're talking about the two teams that have had a week off and I, I don't think you can underestimate that week off as far as uh, resting up those big forward bodies and and being able to pull out the sort of defence that can stop the um, the people like Tom Trebojevic and you know the, the, the classy, the clearies, the, the the players that can put on a show, but if you can defend against it, then I think that you, you, you will definitely see the Rabbitohs come out on top um, and also the Storm, who, I mean, let's face it, they are, I hate, I hate to say it, but they are just seem to be unbeatable. Um, and I just can't see the Panthers getting up over them. Sam? Yeah, look, the, the Storm are, um, are given. If, if they lose to the um, the Panthers the way the Panthers, Panthers have played the last few weeks, it'd be a major shock. Uh, they're just too good a team. Um, but it will be a cracking game. I can't wait to see it uh, transpire. It will have uh, a grand final kind of feel, I think, because, of course, it was last year's grand final, so uh, a lot of feeling uh, in it. But for me, I, I, I'm on the record saying that I think Manly play uh, the most enjoyable version of, uh, of footy left in the finals, and I, I can't wait to see what, how they go against the Bunnies. They've got the firepower to do it. Nicky talks uh, very sensibly about the defence, but... I just felt that Manly had the uh, the shackles taken off last week and they uh, had blew off some steam from what was a disappointing first-up performance. I think they're a good chance, but there is a fairy tale story. If you're neutral going into this as a New Zealander, the fairy tale story you should be looking out for uh, is the Bunnies because this could be Benji Marshall's last hurrah uh, and he is in a good chance and a good position of uh, being a key role in helping the Rabbitohs uh, get to another grand final and potentially uh, his second premiership. What a way to go out there be for someone who's been such an incredible servant he is talking about maybe going around in season 20. I reckon if he wins the premiership, there's no way he'll, he'll go out on top. I know this, uh, everyone's looking forward to uh, perhaps a, a Melbourne Rabbitohs final as predicted. Uh, and often it's, it's so much about the clubs. But if I look at this particular final, uh, pending Sam, I, I look at Bellamy and Bennett. Bellamy and Bennett, yes. the two Bs. And there'll, there'll be just as much noise about them, surely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, throw in uh, if Des Hasler gets through as well. It, it, there's, there are a lot of coaches. The coaches left don't mind, uh, have, have got a bit of experience to them and don't mind uh, throwing their weight around either. So uh, I, I, I think a, a grand final week with Bellamy and Bennett would be uh, highly entertaining. I don't think um, Bellamy is emotional and reactive, but he's also not stupid. He's not going to get suckered into Bell, uh, Bennett's mind games the same way that uh, Ivan Cleary found himself uh, in the uh, lead into that first week of the final. So I I, look, there's so many great stories to tell. So many great New Zealanders involved uh, on the field as well, not just um, Benji. There's, there's, I, I can't wait for tomorrow night to watch Jesse Bromwich up against James Fisher-Harris. You know, I just want to watch these, these bodies collide. It's Brendan Smith yeah. it looked like he'd broken his cheekbone the other week, and here he is playing again. So some tough hombres who are uh, representing the Kiwi uh, colours there, and yeah, all the teams have got a little bit of New Zealand flair in some key positions. 
Okay, Carl, please can you stay with us? There's a couple of things I'd really like to talk to you about the break. Nikki, are you in particular about um, uh, cricket threats? Uh, you know, you, you're sadly missing your husband at the moment. Of course, he's on duty overseas. But, um, <laughs> Where are you going with this, Nikki? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, talk, I'm talking about cricket here. Uh, I'm talking about the fact that the Black Caps tour, Nikki, uh, has been curtailed early. Uh, and I read uh, in the paper this morning, uh, or, or on stuff anyway, on my computer, that it had come, one of the threats had come through Laura McGoldrick directed at her husband. Uh, and, you know, you're, you're a, a former cricketing wife. Uh, there's also the fact that Howard Scott liked being called a batter rather than a, a batsman these days because uh, the MCC have decided that's the end of that term, no batsman in cricket anymore. Uh, Sam, I'm going to ask you uh, also perhaps uh, about... Uh, the Ryder Cup is my favourite my favorite sporting spectacle. I look forward to the Ryder Cup. I love watching it. Uh, I'm going to ask both of you, actually, uh, what's yours? Is it the NRL Grand Final, uh, particularly if the Warriors are in it? Is it something else? Uh, coming up after the break. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. 10.32 here on SENZ, smack bang in the middle of a really uh, interesting panel this morning. Nikki Styrus, Sam Ackerman, Nikki. Um, I assume you've had a chance during the news break to wipe the tears away with the tissues that uh, Scott's in uh, away at the moment. Um, here's the thing. Uh, this is a very, very serious issue. Uh, what have you made of it uh, in terms of what impact it could have on world cricket? Uh, New Zealand pulling out, England pulling out, and uh, the aftermath. You're right, Smithy. It is a very serious issue, um, and it's one that's been around, particularly uh, in Pakistan, for a number of years ever since that fateful bomb went off back, uh, you know, early 2000. I think um, I t- I've talked to Scott about this because he was uh, he was in Pakistan, uh, sitting next to Flynn when that bomb went off, and he said to me he will never in his life ever travel back to Pakistan. And when they announced that they were going there on this trip. He just sat there and shook his head. He said, it's, it's, they shouldn't be going. Now, that is um, a, a interesting. And I said, why do you feel that way? And he said, because the region, the whole region is just so volatile and it is very, very difficult to keep people safe. Um, and he said, There's, you know, Pakistan need to understand that, um, you know, safety is paramount and they can give all the reassurances in the world. But at the end of the day, uh, New Zealand cricket have an obligation to the wives, the families, the cricketers themselves to keep people safe. And any threat, whether it deemed credible or not credible, must be taken seriously. So therefore, absolutely, totally understandable why they pulled out, whether it was or it wasn't. I just sort of feel like they should still be playing those games or those series in the UAE, um, where perhaps they can have a greater sense of security. Um, And... Uh, I know from being Scott's wife that if he was on that trip, I would have felt sick the moment he left. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. Very deep there. Uh, Sam, uh, your take on, on this, uh, perhaps being not so close to the action, how, how did you see it uh, panning out? Look, the fact that they went as far as being there on the ground about to play uh, their first match that day showed that New Zealand gave a genuine commitment to be at this uh, be at this tour. They did, there wasn't a knee-jerk soft, soft exit. There was a thousand opportunities to pull the, the pin before they got there. And I, I think that the fact that they made the decision to go when it would be 
almost easier to stay there and play show that this was uh, enough of a concern to the uh, to the playing group to the uh, to everybody on tour to uh, to to get out there as, as quick as they can. So I don't think anyone can accuse them of uh, of not taking it seriously and giving it a, a fair crack. The impact for Pakistan is uh, is frustrating for the organisation. I can certainly see so. But the, the statement that, that rang out to me is when they said that they'd called the Prime Minister of New Zealand and said that there was a foolproof security uh, for the cricketers there. The only thing foolproof about it is if anyone believes that they're near the full. You know, there's no such thing. You can't control uh, every action of, of individuals. There's no way giving a scouts on a promise that nothing would happen is moronic. Uh, and it's, uh, it's big noting it. It makes me less uh, less have less faith in their decision making on it. It's you, you don't. It's, it's a Donald Trump type statement where you're just going to throw something out there and say you can't challenge me on it. I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's totally safe in one of the most, as Nikki said, volatile areas uh, on the planet. So I, I sympathise with Pakistan cricket, but I support uh, and applaud uh, New Zealand cricket for getting the players out of a situation if they deemed it even slightly uh, unworth the risk. I don't know if you're up on this, Sam, but uh, the ICC, uh, not the ICC, the MCC, those that make the rules and terminology in the game, have have now decided that from today onwards, uh, there is no such thing as a batsman in cricket. They are batters, batters. Uh, it doesn't sit well with me. Um, I'm probably a little older than you, um, and uh, I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable, I'm sorry. I think this is one of those ones that will uh, you'll find that there'll be a resistance for a short period of time and it'll fade away. And a lot of people refer to the batsman as a batter already, so I wouldn't I wouldn't see it being um, being that bigger uh, an issue for the wider um, public. Smithy. Look, they grew up, they when I was watching cricket, they were batsmen, and it will be hard for me to shake that. Same thing that I stand on the foot uh, the football field and say, you know, they're playing a good game of soccer, and everybody shoots daggers at me, you know, like I've uh, like I've used a, a, an offensive term for a uh, for a sport. So, yep, there's us dinosaurs that <laughs> will uh, stick with it and uh, be looked at funnily, and ever the young people roll their eyes at us. Uh, but the fact is, it's yeah, it, it's gone the way like a chair a chairman's now a chairperson or just a chair. It's it just the the terminology language. Thing. It's, it's got to happen. I'm surprised it's taken this long. Well, I, I'm surprised too that they haven't suggested, Nicky, that they call uh, f- um, female cricketers uh, that walk out to bat, bats women. If they want to emphasise the fact that women are equal to men in the cricket and they want to get equality across the board and terminology and everything, well, why batters? Why not bats women? Bats <laughs> men? Bats women? I, 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 oh. uh, yeah, yeah. yeah it- uh, I, I actually, uh, a little bit with you, Smithy, here, um, pains me to say it, but um, yeah, I know from a media point of view, when you're writing stories, uh, uh, I heard John Day earlier talk about it, you know, you sit there and we go, what do I key Amy Satisfaite? Do I call her batswoman, batter, batsman? What do I, you know, it's blooming confusing. I think the problem too is that we seem to want to gender neutralise everything these days and I don't know whether that's always necessary. I think you're right. I don't think there's any reason, um, you know, when Susie Bates comes out that we don't call her a batswoman. Um, she is a woman. He is a man. Uh, we don't have to call them batsmen. We shouldn't have to call them batters. Um, but it's the way of the world and I, I just sort of feel like... Um, you know, Sammy's probably right. It'll it, it'll be a storm in a teacup for a few days, and then uh, it, it'll settle down. But I don't necessarily agree with the way we have to gender neutralise everything. So I'm with you there, Smithy. Thank you. It's certainly a storm in my bloody teacup. I'll tell you that. Uh, here's the thing, <laughs> Sam. 
I'm going to watch the Ryder Cup this weekend. If anyone disturbs me, look out, because it is my famous sporting spectacle. For you, Sam, um, what do you lock the door on that no one comes in? What's your favourite sporting spectacle? Look, uh, sadly and predictably, um, Smithy, you mean you already telegraphed it. <laughs> I can, me, I can tell the, you what the, that the, is. It, it is the NRL Grand Final. Um, that is, the uh, for me, the event. And, and the main reason, not just because it's my main sport, for me, the, the moment I fell in love with watching sport and being involved in it, and I don't think I would end up in the career path and the, the life I had if I hadn't watched the, uh, the 1991, um, you know, as it was then, the Winfield Cup Grand Final, uh, and watching um, Roy Simmons jump into uh, Mike Mark guy's arms afterwards and the emotion of it all, it sucked me in from there, I was hooked, that's it, I was done, so uh, every time I watch the grand final, it takes me back to that moment, so hands down uh, that one I've been to uh, is more grand finals than uh, my uh, my bank balance or my uh, my wife cares to remember <laughs> um, so it's it, uh, I, it is a, the special one for me and uh, reminds me how lucky I am to uh, be in the job I am Nikki Styrus, I have to ask you, and your favourite sporting spectacle? Uh, well, mine's a personal one because um, I think that it stirs emotions in me, and, and it has to be um, the ODI Cricket World Cup. It, it always is, and I think that's because um, I've lived and breathed it through my marriage and my family um, and, and seen a lot of success over the years um, watching Scott going to the West Indies uh, drinking rum, rum bongs with the Beige Brigade and, and sharing lots of laughs with the girls. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, and watching, you know, New Zealand always, dare I say, bat above their weight and, and, and perform so incredibly well. And so, you know, fond memories there. Fond memories in 2011 going to Bangladesh, not being able to touch a drop, but still enjoying, you know, every spectacle that was put in front of me. Uh, and then, of course, you know the the one that the most recent one, you know, where we were robbed. So, um, I that would have to be my sporting event that I most look forward to, and that you know I don't want to be disturbed while that's that's going on for the, the month long that it is, and I I can't wait for the next one. Good on you. I'm uh, pretty close to being in your camp, and I I love a good NRL grand final as well. So much to watch at the moment. And uh, hey, so much uh, you've contributed this morning to both of you. Thank you so much, Nikki Styrus. Uh, Sam Ackerman for being uh, the panellist this morning.